Thanks for joining me on this Cleveland baseball afternoon, I guess. Uh, We have some giant, huge, breaking news. And I know it's been all over the internet and all over Twitter, so you already know the news, but I'm going to repeat it here for you. The Cleveland Indians have officially changed their name. They have announced that the new name of the team will be the Cleveland Guardians. Now, I wanted to jump on and talk with you, talk with everyone, talk with my morning people, and uh, talk about the name a little bit. And I wanted to do it in a special bonus episode because, you know, tonight I'm going to sit down, watch the game. Tomorrow I'm going to wake up, and we're going to keep talking about baseball. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about this. We're going to keep talking about baseball in Cleveland. And you've heard the stories about how they're working incredibly hard to finish the new lease deal. So the team is going to be here for years to come. And that team will be known by a new name. Now, I I can't believe, I mean, it was like a year ago, probably over a year ago, when we first, when they first officially announced that they were going to change the name of the baseball team. I remember sitting around a campfire, socially distanced, you know, being safe in the middle of the pandemic, doing whatever outdoor activities we could to socialize. And uh, I remember sitting around the campfire and we were just tossing around names, right? We were just, I mean, I'm just thinking about things associated with Cleveland, right? We all knew the, you know, the Cleveland Rockers and Cleveland Rocks and stuff like that. And we all kind of agreed enough with the rock and roll. We kind of all want to be done with the rock and roll themes, and there's other things about this city to identify with, and probably some nautical things got thrown out. I don't remember, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the city, and I thought about the statues, and I threw out to the group, hey, what does everybody think Cleveland Guardians? Everybody around the campfire kind of, yeah, kind of nodded along, kind of went, yeah, I think we actually kind of like that. Uh, I think uh, it's got a nice ring to it. And as the night went on, and we continue to talk more. Uh, that was kind of the name at the end of the night that we all kind of thought we can we can get behind that. We can we can rock that. And I honestly God can't believe that it's a year later and that is the name after all the thousands of names that the Indians front office considered. That is the name they ended up going with. The same name that we figured out sitting around the campfire a year ago. And uh, I know those of you on Twitter who saw my tweet, I tweeted out, you know, a similar story and people were like, yeah, right, bro. Come on. Yeah, sure. You called it a year ago. You know, I did. We did. What can I say? I got witnesses. What can I say? We had the conversation. We came up with that name. And uh, it's really funny to me that that's the name that won in the end. Now, talking about the actual name, you know, I kind of get, uh, besides obviously these statues being iconic parts of the skyline of the city of Cleveland, uh, you know, some of the things Paul Dolan said in his press conference, you know, I kind of get that strongly ref- reflects the pride, resiliency, and loyalty of Clevelanders. I mean, the hashtag is out there, defend the land. LeBron James, right, stood up and shouted, it's Cleveland against the world. So guardians kind of make sense from that standpoint. You know, we're constantly on guard. We're constantly defending our city, defending the land. Uh, Not only that, but guardians of what is awesome about this baseball team and what's awesome about this sport and what's awesome about this city. Um, You know, it just kind of works from all those angles. So it takes time to adjust to change. I 100% understand that. Believe me, I am someone you 
you change the paint color on a wall, I, it, you know, it would take me a hundred times walking past it to get used to it. But eventually, I would get used to it, and I think that is going to happen with the name of this team. And they're ready for it. They, I mean, Paul Dolan literally said in his press conference, uh, you know, I know that this is going to take time for all of us to come to terms with a new name for a baseball team, but I hope within a few months or a few years we can all get there and appreciate the name Guardians. Now, I am not a total apologist for the Dolans. You know I will give the Dolans a hard time when they need to be given a hard time. And to be honest, I'm not super in love with the typeface, with the font, with the logos that they uh, unveiled. I was fine with the block C. It's now what they're calling the diamond C. It's got more of a point to the top and bottom of it. That's all right, whatever. I'm cool with that. I, I, I can dig it. Um, the actual script, the actual font that the Indians and the Guardians is written out in, it's just, it's so jagged. And uh, I don't know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasing to the eye, I thought. And then the, uh, the winged baseball, I think they call it the fastball logo or something like that. That's the, uh, the baseball with the two G wings flying off the back of it. Looks like Thor's helmet a little bit. Looks like a ton of things. The jokes on Twitter for that one were pretty darn good. Uh, that one looks a little clip arty to me. It looks a little too cartoony. It looks a little too cartoony for me. There are some really, really cool concept art out there that people have been doing for a year for the Guardians. You know, making the wings more intimidating, like you know, a little bit like they are on the statue. And most of those designs included the faces of the Guardians, right? They're very intimidating stone faces watching over the city. And... Unfortunately, with so many years of Chief Wahoo as the mascot and understanding all the reasons why that mascot was wrong, you know, now in the year 2021, we understand what that mascot represented to other people, to people of Native American background, of indigenous background. We understand the harm that that caused, and you can understand why they didn't want to go with another face as the logo. They wanted to distance themselves, as cool as some of those art designs are. And they they really are. They're intimidating, they're strong, they're bold. But with the history of that logo, you understand why the Indians wanted to distance themselves a little bit from that. So they went with the more cartoonish, fastball-winged logo. And I think it could have been, I don't know why it had to be 3D. I think it, you easily could have made that a flat image like most sports logos, and probably been fine. Um, you probably could have made it a, a little bit more realistic, a little bit more uh, dramatic looking. But hey, it's what we got. So I'm not that there. There's I am not 100% in love with everything that was announced today. Uh, I am I am in love with Tom Hanks doing the voiceover for the giant marketing video that was pushed out. That was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's. It's going to take time to get used to this. Now, Mandy Bell tweeted out later, uh, and I'm sure the Indians leaked these to her, uh, concept art of what the jerseys are going to look like. And when you see the typeface on the jerseys, it actually works a little better. It pops a little bit better. Seeing the flying G fastball on the sleeve uh, looks a little bit better. So I think once we see these things in the merch shops, I think we're going to... 
I think we're going to come around to him a little bit more than we are right now, just looking at a flat image, you know, on Twitter or wherever you get your news from. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of my thoughts on this thing. And if you want a good history on the Indian's name, uh, check out the article by Anthony Castrovince uh, that really dives into, like, what's in a name? Like, think how in, I heard Anthony Lima say this this morning on local radio on 92.3 The Fan. Think how ridiculous in a vacuum some of these team names actually are. Like, the Lakers. If you take away all the pageantry from the Lakers' name, like, what is it? The Lakers. Uh, think about that. Without any context of, you know, of Kobe, without the context of Magic Johnson, without the context of some of those legendary players, and I'm blanking on a ton of them because I'm in a total baseball mood right now, uh, you know, just think how silly that name is. And then Anthony Castrovince talked about Dodgers. I mean, they were trolley Dodgers. That's what the Dodgers were named after. Um and that name is stuck all the way out to L.A. I don't know why I'm picking on the two L.A. teams. I'm sure there's plenty of other ridiculous names in baseball. Somebody else I saw tweeted out that said, why are we complaining when two of the teams in this league are named after Sox? Really, three, if you include the Reds, are named after Sox. So, I mean, back in the day, Castro Vince has this in his article. Uh, you know, they didn't put too much thought into these team names. They just threw a name on. They just slapped a name on. Nap Lajaway is your best player. Guess what? You're the Naps. You know, they didn't put too much thought into it. Now, with what we know about marketing and how powerful marketing is, and after we've grown with these teams for almost 100 years, yeah, these things are a little bit harder to move and change, right? They become cemented and iconic in our brain. Now, when you think Lakers, you think the one of the most iconic franchises in all of basketball, right? When you think Red Sox, you think one of the legendary teams in one of the legendary ballparks. But at the time, you know, they were just slapping names on teams. So uh, it's a really interesting article from him. And then... Uh, you know, thinking about things that could have been runners-up, I mean, I went to back to Daryl Ryder's tweet he had a few weeks ago about things that the trademark office, you know, that they had looked for the copyright and the patent office. The Indians had kind of looked to make claims on some things. And some of them were the old names, which they already owned, which were the Blues, the Naps, and the Broncos. Uh, I always love it's the Broncos with the CH to differentiate it from the Denver Broncos. Uh, but then they challenged applications for the Natives, the Foresters, the Warriors, the Guardians, the Cleveland Baseball Club, the Heroes, and the Squires. Will we ever find out why they went for some of those names? Foresters made sense, right? Warriors, Natives, uh, Squires. You know, what was that one about? Will, I, will we ever find out the backstory? I hope one of these one of these writers can do a deep dive on this whole process one day. This is going to be a book one day. This is absolutely, I'm sure Zach Meisel is already planning his book he's going to write in five, ten years from now about this entire process. It'll probably be called What's in a Name or something like that. And we're going to hear the backstory on Foresters or Squires and why, you know, why Guardians just kept floating to the top of the list. Uh, so, yeah, man, the, the process of this is fascinating. But in the end... Uh, I appreciate all of you that liked my tweet. I was up at like 70 likes or something like that on a tweet, which if you look at my Twitter, I do not get a lot of interaction on my tweets. So I appreciate that. And then, of course, all the commenters were like the most hateful, spiteful people. I haven't watched baseball in three years. If you're woke, you're broke. 
You know, I'm like, what? You're, you're giving up on an entire sport because they're changing the name? Then you're not a real baseball fan. If this offends you that much that you can't even watch the game tonight, I don't think you're a real baseball fan. It really isn't that make or break. It should not be that make or break. We should be open to change, and we should be listening. We should be listening to the, what Native American groups have been saying for years about the Indian's name, about the Chief Wahoo mascot. We should absolutely be listening more than thinking. If you notice all those people, all those haters, it's I statements. It's I, I love that name, so I'm not going to watch anymore. It's never about the big picture. It's never about the larger group of people. It's never about the community. It's always an I statement. So I'm down with the Guardians. I'm behind it. I'm sticking with Cleveland Baseball Mornings is the name of my show. It'll now be subtitled a Guardians fan podcast, and that's completely for search. for search. So it shows up on those searches on Apple Podcasts and things like that when you type in Cleveland Guardians. Um, yeah, but I'm down with it. When the new merch comes out, I've been waiting. I have not gotten a new Indians hat, uh, a new Cleveland baseball hat for a season or two now because I've been waiting for the name change. I knew there was new merch coming. I knew I needed a new hat. And as soon as they come out, I'll be first in line to get a new one. Uh, I'm down with it. The other important thing to remember, the other important thing to remember, and I, I've said it before on this show, I think Paul Dolan said something to this effect in his in his uh, his podcast, in his uh, press conference. Changing the name absolutely does not take anything away from the history. It didn't take anything away from the history when they changed from Naps to Indians, when they changed from Broncos to Naps, it didn't take, in fact, when they changed from the Grand Rapid Rustlers because this team was moved from Grand Rapids, when they moved the Spiders away and combined the players with the players from St. Louis, it doesn't change that history either. Our baseball history goes all the way back to the, the four cities, right? The baseball history does not change. Nab Lajaway, uh, Larry Doby, Bob Feller, Rocky Calavito, Jim Tomey, Albert Bell, Manny Ramirez, Grady Sizemore, Travis Hafner, Cliff Lee, CeCe Sabathia. You know, it doesn't change our history at all. We were the Cleveland Indians. We were the Cleveland Naps. We were the Cleveland Broncos. We were the Cleveland Blues. We were the Cleveland Spiders, although it was a different franchise. We were the Cleveland Forest Cities. And now we're the Cleveland Guardians. I'm with it. I'm down with it. I'm excited for the game tonight. I feel like there is going to be a buzz around this team, around that stadium uh, for a while because of this change. I think the t-shirt makers in town are going to go nuts with new designs and things like that. Homage already tweeted out. We're working on it. Believe us, we're working on it. It's going to be fun. Get behind it. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun with it. So enjoy the game tonight. It's a crazy lineup. Ramil Reyes is back out in right field. Yu Chang is starting at first, I think. Uh, Cesar Hernandez is DHing tonight. Um, yeah, enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy some Guardians baseball. It'll be official after the end of the season, so I'll, I probably won't update anything too significantly until the end of the season because right now they officially are still the Cleveland Indians through the end of the season. 
and then the train has left the station. We are the Cleveland Guardians. I'm excited for it. I'm pumped about it. If you're pumped about it, let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Davey Barris. You can email me at ClevelandBaseballMornings at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Are you fired up? Are you angry? I'm open to all of it. I'm open to all the feedback, all the comments. Hit me up. So thanks for joining me on this Cleveland baseball afternoon. And stay tuned for tomorrow morning's broadcast where we actually talk about the game on Cleveland Baseball Mornings.